another Solid Gold podcast. It's that time of the week again where you get your local fill and your international local fill of fabulous South African news from Jenny Baxter and myself, Melanie Walker, on the sapeople.com podcast. And Jenny looking as fabulous as ever over there in France, (laughs) having a good time. Hey, Mal. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm really excited because my brother's arriving from Australia today. You know, a scattering of Africa all over the world. So, um, yeah. So I can't wait. We'll have dinner on the beach tonight and shut up. Oh, <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> so nice. I, I went for a swim the other night at about quarter to 10 and somebody was like, why can you go so late? But it's still sunny. So. Yeah, I guess that's true. And you don't have to worry too much about sharks if you're swimming in the sea there, I guess. This is true. This is true. But yeah, you've had everything from snow and down in Cape Town. There's been the fog and mist and so much. The smog this morning in Johannesburg, though, was really, I mean, I I really have a problem with being able to see the air I'm breathing. (laughs) <laughs> I really don't like it. It's just this, you couldn't even see kind of like to the next suburb. That was just such dense smog. Um, but oh, it, no. you know, whatever, it's one of those things that we all have to, have to try and get through. And <laughs> Did working your way through lack of electricity because of load shedding continues unabated, but at least it's not as bad as it was. And I saw some good and bad news, which is that next week, the good, it's really good news. Rand Water is doing some upgrades that are going to make the water even better, but that for a couple of days or so, days. You, might, you might not have any water at all while they're doing the upgrades. The 11th to the 13th or something. And, and yeah. we're not quite sure if we're affected in our area because, I mean, it's a huge portion of Johannesburg and the West Rand and out past Santon, which is going to be affected by it with a lot of the different reservoirs. And um, I think we're on the Dunkeld and Linden reservoirs and tower. And even though one says, yes, it, that is part of it, but the, the other is like, so I'm thinking, should I start trying to stockpile water? Uh, is a weird thing to have to be thinking about. You know? I think to be safe, you should. Oh, I'll go and shower at the gym. <laughs> I always have lots and lots of drinking water, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right, so what, what is your main story for the week? Oh, just the um, exciting Springboks. They start playing the World Rugby Championships on Saturday. Uh, that's correct, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Against Australia in Pretoria. And that, yes, on Tuesday they unveiled their new um, Springboks. Yeah, which has been designed by Nike. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think, I think both of them, the main one and the alternative look fantastic. Just a little busy around the collar that, you know, they've, they've sort of put a nod to the South African flag inside the collar. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? It's, it's just, it's a, it's a little busy, but, but on the whole, it, it looks exquisite. It looks like. A male body will look very nice in that. Ooh, okay. So we'll be definitely <laughs> keeping our eyes peeled for that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I suppose that, you know, stronger forever. That's, that's the, the, the phrase that they've got on the inside of the collar, isn't it? Yeah. Stronger yeah. together, stronger forever. I mean, hello, Boca. Of course, you've got the whole <laughs> of the South African nation behind you. Yeah. You know. So and, good. And, and, and all, that, <laughs> all you have to do is say, I'm going to support the All Blacks if you don't get your acts together. <laughs> and they suddenly and come they right. Will. 
And and did you see Dwayne from Muirland has been named as the captain because Sia Kulisi is still recovering from his mm-hmm. injury. So I think it is Dwayne. Uh, he's 37, and will this be the third time? That he's leading the Springboks. So. Oh, lovely. Okay. Yeah, very cool. Very yeah. cool. Excellent. Our blood is green. So that's exactly what we need. Is a strong pack of men. They, they really do need to beat New Zealand. Um, I saw that actually New Zealand has won the rugby champs every single year except for 2015 and 2019. So they're the ones. They're the ones to beat. Yeah, so yeah. we will be talking a little bit more about rugby a little later, but right now we want to get some news in. For, I'm just really excited at the moment because, of course, um, the Tour de France is on. And, that you know, I, I actually like watching the Tour de France on television because – I just love the countryside. <laughs> but you should, to do with the racing. You should come and do the cycle here. Remember, Ted did it, uh, the author mm. of Daisy. Mm. He came and cycled through France. It's so exquisite. And there's proper cycling paths and rivers mm. and blah, blah, blah. But, um, but yeah, for anybody who's in Italy, there is a canoe world champ thing going on. And all South Africa's young shining stars, I think it's the junior team and the under 23s. Mm. are heading there. So if you live any near, anywhere near Oronzo, um, go and support South Africa. Okay. And you've got some other news for expats as well with SAA. Is SAA still flying? Yeah, I particularly put that in because you said that very dismissively last week. And, and then. <laughs> well, I was wondering and, because, I mean, aren't yeah. they supposed to be being bought out by something or the other? And, you yeah, know, I mean, consortium. It's, it's crazy. I mean, we like this. It's our national carrier, for goodness sake. I mean, surely there should be a way of keeping it in the air. I know. Well, well, now they are going to be back. So it's almost like they heard you and they immediately announced that they are going to be flying. It's direct routes to Sao Paulo, Brazil, from Cape Town and from Johannesburg. Cape Town is particularly exciting because they say uh, Brazil has been um, identified as one of their biggest growth markets. And I think just before COVID, it was already at about 49,000 people mm-hmm. uh, traveling in and out between the two countries. And um, they're expecting a growth of like 26% rapidly. So so that'll be really good for, for both countries. And, mm-hmm. and so nice because there are a lot of expats in South America who often feel quite cut off. So this will be fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And it's the SAA. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. That's who I used to fly with. So, yeah. You know, it's nice to know that they can start doing some stuff again. All right. So, talking about traveling, though, um, you've got a, a thing on the site about six holiday spots where the RAND still stretches far. Yeah, so for people in South Africa who want to go abroad and um, especially if you want to go visit expat family, blah, 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 or you just want to go on a holiday and you think that the RAND doesn't go far, well, it does in these six places. And although, of course, we would rather you traveled in South Africa and mm-hmm. support local, but if you do want to go, um, we've got, we've got all the details on how to get there, what the best thing, uh, to do is, et cetera, et cetera. But, but basically it's Iceland, Japan, Hungary, uh, Sri Lanka, Argentina, and Indonesia are. Well, 
Oh, okay. You said your brother's arriving at you. My brother, of course, is sitting on Bali in Indonesia at the moment, which I'm very unhappy about. Is he? (gasps) How divine. How long has he gone for? Two weeks with his son because his son's going surfing. So, of course, he decided you're going on as well. And I'm just like, that's just rude, okay? Why am I not in that suitcase? (laughs) (laughs) So, Jen, of course, um, we've got somebody in studio. Well, not really in studio because, of course, we're all in different places in the world, but in this little virtual studio who we love talking to every now and then because, of course, mm-hmm. these people do such amazing stuff. We mention them all the time. And, of course, it's Nick Dreher from Falskun. Hey. Thanks for joining us, Nick. How are you doing? Guys, how's it going? It's going really well, thank you. And thank you for having me on again. hope you guys are well. Hey, Nick, we are, but you know, we really miss you because almost every week we have a Feltskun good news story. It's been amazing. Like, like even the airline. I know. Can you, you, you guys. It's an amazing thing that with Lyft Airlines, what a cool local campaign we had there. Um, I'll tell you an interesting thing about that. The CEO is a guy called um, Jonathan Ayash, and he does such a magnificent job, but they launched that airline in the middle of COVID. And um, yeah, which is amazing. I mean, anybody that knows Gidon Novak also knows that he's a he's a serial entrepreneur and a, and a highly effective one. When we heard that news in COVID, we actually sent them a pair of shoes under the pretense <laughs> that it was like congratulations on doing something amazing during a really tough time. It was literally just a gift, and we struck up a relationship with Lyft, okay. which then culminated now a couple of years later with a real partnership where all their staff are wearing our shoes. And um, and uh, we've got a whole bunch of fun giveaways with them, and it's it's sort of captured South Africa's attention of shoe company and, a, and an airline collaborating. But as you guys know, we've never been we've never been scared of collaborating creatively. Never. And and Nick, on some fairly sad news, you know, all the flooding in the Northern Cape. Last time you were with us, you were telling us about your exciting venture. Yes. In. Uh, well, so, so were they affected? Yes, uh, sadly the, the the Cedarburg was affected, and uh, so was the factory with uh, the flooding and lack of electricity. Um, and an update on that front is the good news is that they are making shoes. It's it's uh, the the factory is operational. We're going to have a large national um, moment where we talk about the details. But um, just for your the sake of your audiences, the the, the great news is is that that factory is in fact up and running. It's embryonic and baby steps, and they're making handmade shoes but considering they haven't done anything there for five or six years it's 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 a real it's a real miracle um but of course challenged heavily by the by the weather apparently we've turned a corner though right the wind the shortest day was a couple of days ago so it's it's only it's only towards better weather than now True, true. <laughs> we might be over the and, winter solstice, but we're not out of the cold weather yet. So yeah. I mean, what have you been up to since we last chatted, though? Because I know, I know you're always doing these amazing things. Guys, thank you. Um, and yes, we do, we do, we've got great news. And this time it's, it's out of the United States. I've, um, myself and, and Dricky, our chief operating officer, just um, spent two weeks in the U.S. Where, um, very excitingly, we, we partnered with a, a global hospitality business uh, called the Valor Hospitality Group. They've got 94, they're present in 94 hotels in 60 odd cities in 13 countries. And they've got thousands of staff all over the world. And it's my good friend, uh, Ewan McGlashan and Tony Romilly. And we, we partnered with them in the US to start off with. And we launched it at this hotel called the Harpeth Hotel, which is the most beautiful hotel 
in the town of Franklin, Tennessee. And the reason we've partnered, firstly, their staff are wearing the shoes. And secondly, um, it's available to their customers in the shop. Now, that might sound like an innocuous reason to get together, but the reason behind our partnership is so brilliant. Firstly, our values align. As a as a group, they want to spend their money when they procure with suppliers that make a difference. So instead of them just buying staff uniform from the cheapest vendor that you can find um, from other parts of the world, normally the East, they've decided to look for places and look for products that they could support with their enormous procurement power that actually make a difference. And they looked at Feltskun with great detail and they saw that our entire supply chain benefits from the purchase of our shoes. So it's not just it's not just Nick Dreyer that you know does well. Every time we double our capacity for making shoes, because we don't own our factory and we don't own our raw material supplies and all the rest of it, everybody does better. And they and they've yeah. identified that under the heading responsible and sustainable purchasing from a big company. And we are now on a mission with uh, the Valor Hospitality Group to show others in the world that groups like them need to and must make smart purchasing decisions for all of the things they buy, Mm -hmm. whether it be the bar of soap in a hotel room or in our case, the shoes that the staff wear. on top of that, the, sh- and, the shoes look great. So the guys at the Hawthorne are mm, loving them. Yeah, and and like you say, you know, the guests to the hotels are sure to notice the shoes, and you're going to just spread the word around the world. But but Nick, is this company South African owned? The Vela Hospital you- they operate globally, and the the interestingly enough, Ewan um, is a Scotsman, but he he was the guy that opened the Cape Grace Hotel. And he lives here as much as he does, but he's based between here and Atlanta, and they've got a South African operation. Um, and so their, their hearts are very much in South Africa, but it is a, a global success. Um, so yeah. it's an easy fit. We, um, we get to hang around with each other in Cape Town, but also in Atlanta and shortly and, and in Nashville um, and, and other parts of the world. It's, it's, a, it's a really, for us, it's a, it's a really um, honor to be working with them, but I also think the relationship and the partnership could be a a model that others could follow and it makes a difference. You know, I keep saying to them, the more the more shoes we make in South Africa, in our own tiny little way, the more people will get employed. And um and, yeah. and that's just that's the the one currency that we've got in terms of improvement in South Africa is to try to get more people with an income. And uh where we, we feel like this type of partnering is it could be a very small but important piece of how to go about that. Absolutely. And Nick, Mal and I were earlier talking about the new rugby jerseys and the match coming up on Saturday. And I believe you're going to be there. Guys, how exciting. France around the corner. <laughs> the box are getting ready. And um, we're – okay, so we're very privileged. We, we partner with the Titans – cricket team in Centurion and um, Australia is playing South Africa, the Springboks at Loftus Fasfold this weekend. And we've been invited by our friends at Titans Cricket, very, very important partners of ours 
to come and watch the rugby with them. So Saturday morning, I'm flying to Pretoria and um, I'm going to be cheering on the box. And it's going to be interesting to see how they go, right? First time out for the season and um, and in such an important year, it's it, it couldn't be more exciting. And without no, police, go. they must go. They must go. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to win. They're going to win. Like such a, I hope they do because I'm, yeah. I think I'd be very, very like they, they'll find me running them around the field if they don't. Okay, <laughs> they, I'll, I'll make an effort to go through to Pretoria. But now, what other projects have you got um, coming up? Because I mean, yeah. you had that one where you had the. Um, American actress doing stuff. We've got yeah. the pluckies with the pink boys. I mean, they come yeah. up with so many wonderful so, new ideas. Yeah, the other the other thing is, guys, it's a long term project. And if you have me on again, I'll give you an update on it as well. But we have we've been very interested in the rugby conversation, as you know. We're we're a supporter shoe for the Springboks, and have been for many years. We're we're very proud of our relationship with um, with the, the Springboks. Um, we have partnered with. A rugby team in Major League Rugby. Um, a, a lot, a lot of people know this, but we use, we work with the Boston Free Jacks in Boston, Massachusetts. But we've just launched our second partnership, which is with Atlanta Rugby, which is a Major League Rugby team based out of Atlanta. And um, I popped into to watch a game and um, hand out all the shoes for the players. And we are as Feltskin. Trying to make sure, remember the World Cup is going to America in 2031. And what we're trying to make sure is that if if we start early, we think we can make sure that in America during 2031 World Cup, every supporter that watches a rugby game is wearing a pair of feltskin. But in order to do that, yeah. we have to participate meaningfully in the U.S. rugby conversation. So feltskin is starting to facilitate relationships between Major League Rugby and South African teams, as well as South African administrators and South African sponsors to try to get a conversation going to how we can tie South Africa and the U.S. rugby together in a meaningful way where it can work for both parties. Um, we, 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 we feel like we're trying to break ground in America, but using rugby as the subject matter or using rugby as the as the boat, effectively, for new territory. Um, we're super excited about it. And have a look at Atlanta Rugby. They are a great side. They've got um, Coleman, uh, a, a Western Cape guy that plays out of there. They've got a bunch of South yeah. Africans. They've got a really cool Kiwi coach. And um, there's they're a good they're a good team to follow. Um, it's going to I think what will be interesting, Mel, and I know you've spoken to many people and you've got a deep interest in rugby. Um, mm. How is this American rugby project going to play out over eight years? I mean, what's going to happen to these guys? How, how competitive are they going to be as a nation? How do they rope in the major league, um, you know, major league basketball guys and the and the and the and the NFL players? How do they get skill sets into that program? What we do know is that they're going to go and they're going to throw the kitchen sink at it from a budget perspective mm -hmm. and an energy perspective, and it's obviously going to be a success. I just it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, it's yeah. not natural to think about America and rugby. That's for sure. You always think American <laughs> football. Next thing you're going to have to go yeah. over, we're going to take over the world and teach them how to speak Afrikaans because then we have more than just 44 people like Charlize says. <laughs> <laughs> Shan, that, just, that didn't go down well. <laughs> No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I, I ended up spending my, my entire week speaking Afrikaans to everybody just to prove that I speak Afrikaans too. So I can talk Afrikaans, 
Ja, nee, sicher nie. Und ich kann, nein. ich verstehe alles. Verstehe ja alles. <lacht> <lacht> Und das sehen. Und das ich total freuen. Ich kann ein bisschen da probieren. Ja. You know, because of course, it's so teased we are. We're just yeah. so teased, but we, we, we did speak Afrikaans. Well, it's really great to catch up with you again, Nick. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still loving my Feldskun and my, my daughter is wearing hers into the ground in the bush. So, they are just really some of the best things that anybody could actually ever buy or something to yeah. keep. Amazing. Know, certain, certain items of clothing that you keep and yeah. you just need to have them because it's, an, an, it's a worthwhile investment, I think, is the way to go. Thank and you. And, um, investing in a South African company. Yeah, and, you know, in closing, from my side, just something interesting is it's always interesting to see where Falskins prop up, you know, where, they, where, where we find them. And I just got an image I've got a picture from um, the World Economic Forum in China where um, a pair of Feldskin was spotted cruising around there and our good friend, the photographer Greg Beadle, sent me a picture of them. Um, so it's always exciting to see where, where we end up um, being, being warm. Please send us. Please send us the picture. I will do. I I'd will love do. to see that. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Excellent. So we'll catch up with you again, hopefully, in, in, um, when it's a little bit sunnier. <laughs> or should we say, because, I mean, you're in Cape Town, so you've been having all those horrible, like, wet weather days, which yeah. is terrible. Um, whereas we're in Joburg and also having very, very strange weather. But still, you will get together with us again when we all look like it's summertime, except then Jenny will be in a jersey. Can't wait to be on the, on the pod again, guys. Congratulations. Thank you again. And I think maybe the next yeah. time we're on, why don't we make sure we're all in our Springbok rugby jerseys in the spirit of uh, yes. celebrating the box in France with Jen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm flying my flag high already, so there we go. Okay, Nick, thanks so much. <laughs> thanks, guys. We'll catch up with you again soon. Cheers, eh? Bye. Bye. Well, yeah, there's always great things coming out of that particular little business. And I tell you what, you know, we were talking about SAA earlier and me, of course, being a cabin attendant. In fact, I was a manual door opening device and safety officer is the way I preferred to put it. Um, I would have been so much happier walking in Falskun the entire time mm. on the plane because, I mean, we used to have to wear heels. We had to be like, you know, prim and proper dressed. <laughs> okay, with the hara in a bola <laughs> and proper makeup and everything. But it would have been so much nicer to be able to walk in, in Falskun. So my feet yeah. were always exhausted by the end of flights. So there we go. All right. So there's what else have you got in the way of local good news? Oh, there was a um, the Itekweni Itekweni municipality recently held some big awards, and Berea Mail very kindly shared a, such a lovely story with us, which is on sapeople.com now, and it's about a rickshaw puller, 61 years old, who won 50,000 rand for what he does for Durban tourism. He's just so enthusiastic. He's been doing the job for 12 years. Used to be a security guard, and he. He really believes in rickshaw pulling, you know, and that, that it's part of South Africa's heritage now and should be passed down from generation to generation. Mm -hmm. And the lovely thing is when we posted the story is seeing the comments from people who it just, you know, brings back so many memories because there used to be a lot more of them. Yeah, I remember and that vividly going in rickshaws. 
Love yeah, it. And, uh, and and somebody was saying, you know, about the, remember how they would go up in the up air and air. Was I was immediately, yeah. yeah, I love that. I can see it so clearly in my mind's eye, it's fantastic. Yeah, you'd like scream in terror, but at the same time you're begging him to do it again, hey? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is something that is just so uniquely Durban. I don't care what anybody says, you know, the people say, oh, well, you appropriated the culture from like, you know, in uh, where was it, in Indonesia or India, where they used to have the people that initially did it but they've made it their own especially with their wonderful headdresses and things like that i mean it just is just so durban and good things should be shared anyway they should yes because i mean it goes back such a long way i love yeah. the idea of that okay and what else we oh net we're going back to sport again netball a thing i've never really been involved in to be honest um i didn't i didn't play many ball sports apart from snooker <laughs> or, or pool I used to play netball and hockey at school because I could never choose which one was my favorite. So I was the only kid at school that was allowed to play in both first teams. I, Very I didn't cool. even make the, I made the under 15 E team in ho- hockey. That shows how much, but I was in the synchronized swimming <laughs> team and then dance, and I did dance as my, my sport. Okay. So that was the thing. Yeah. And I, well, I love netball. I, I don't know why netball's not cool and yet basketball is, but anyway, um, I think netball is becoming a lot cooler and it is very exciting that South Africa is hosting the netball world cup. Um, it's the first time in about 60 years that it's on African soil. And so the people in South Africa have said to the whole of Africa, come on, guys, let's bring our A game. We're not just hosting it. We've got to be up on the podium, got to really show our worth. Um, our team, the South African team, is getting together in Cape Town on the 14th of July to have their final tra- training camp. And anybody who wants tickets, I think it starts on the 28th of July till the 6th of August. And it's the new cool game. So Okay, if you say yeah. so. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie. Rugby, rugby is cool. But I, not, not when girls play it, though. Only when boys d- play it. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> Melanie. What? I don't think that girls should play rugby. I mean, women have babies. Men play rugby. Those are the two things that should not be changed, okay? I'm sorry. I don't care. And I used women- to be a presenter on women's rugby. I still don't like it. Women can have babies and play rugby. Yeah, but then you're taking the thing that should be a male preserve away from men. And I think that, you know, it takes a lot of stuff. No wonder males feel so threatened, okay? Because women are just taking everything away. Because <laughs> women are playing I'm rugby. Just con- <laughs> I'm just being contentious, okay? I've always just believed that rugby is for men. Oh, you know? uh, no. I have one what... thing that's just theirs. Yeah, I think they have enough. Okay, if you say so. All right, well, uh, I've got to tell you that one thing I'm I'm, I'm planning to do because I've got some um, yeah. international people coming into Joburg and just spending a couple of days with us. So I've been I've thought, well, yeah. the weather up in Joburg at winter is lovely, um, even if the smog is still around. Um, and they've got the red bus tours, the top, you know, the the mm. open decker top. T- that those buses, <laughs> the yes. tour buses. So you go, it goes all over, like you know, the northern suburbs of Joburg into Harten, and then you go skirt um, Hillbrow, um, go to the um, 
apartheid museum. You go to all over and it goes down in town, past the Carlton Center, and then down you can carry on going. It goes to Goldview City. You can either get off there or carry on and go into Soweto on the tour. So it's um, a beautiful tour. And, and so few people actually kind of think, even when they live in Johannesburg, I don't think many people think about going and doing it. Yeah. Oh, no, it sounds amazing. Mm. Really. And did you see that um, down in the Western Cape, they're launching in Hermanus now this month, July, for the first time. And, um, and I think that's going to have like, like you'll go up, you'll see the beautiful panoramic views, plus you'll go along the coast. I Into think Walker little- Bay. There's a whole yes. thing there. Melanie Walker watches Wales from Windsor Hotel and Walker Bay, which I think was our very last, one of the very last treasure hunts we treasure ever did hunt. was actually there. Yeah. So oh, still have that's a- so cool. And people who go on the Red Bus uh, ex- Expedition Tour, whatever it's called, Exploratory Tour, um, they can pay extra to also do whale watching. But unfortunately, Melanie Walker will not be with you unless no. you go down. Unless I go mm-hmm. down. That's, that's quite possible that I could do that. Yeah. I, I like, I like exploring and yes. Hermanus, as I like to call it, Hermanus, or what its original full name was, what was Hermanus Paul Peters Fontaine. Oh. Yeah. That <laughs> was like the original Hermanus. name. Yeah. It's a beautiful part of the world. So I'd definitely say that you should go and do that and do some yeah. wine tasting at the same time. Oh, yeah. They've got wine tasting. I think mm. there's like a choice of, uh, Three or six uh, wines during oh, the you can get really tipsy. during the tour. Yeah, <laughs> someone else okay. is driving. Yeah, entertain, entertain yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about as I said, I've, I've been sitting and I've actually been binge watching Yellowstone, and I see that it's actually starting. Season one is starting on Showmax. From tomorrow, oh. Thursday, because um, a friend of mine had it on another channel. So I sat and I watched the whole of season one and then found out today that it's starting tomorrow. So, oh. <laughs> but I mean, I'm absolutely enthralled. I mean, we, I think we'd mentioned about succession. So it's kind of along the same type of lines, but obviously with yeah. Kevin Costner, who's absolutely brilliant in it. I'm, and not in the city, in the yeah, country it's in the car- instead. Yeah. It's Hey man, I want to be a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I want to it's go and ride cool. horses western style. <laughs> so yeah, it's made me quite lucky. But what else so have you cool. had that's coming up, um, that would be of interest to South Africans that are living abroad and at home? Um, well, on Netflix, there's a, a show coming up at the end of July, on the 20th of July, called Super Team 4. And it's just really inspirational. It's SA, you know, Cape Town's Triggerfish mm. Animation Studios. They've done it together with uh, England, France, a Zambian writer. And it's an eight-part series about mm. four schoolgirls who become... Um, but what are those Power people Rangers? who? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, no. As in they become they, what? Yeah, yeah, like superheroes. They, okay. So these four ordinary schoolgirls who think they're about to be punished for something, and instead they become superheroes. Defenders of the universe. Yeah, and it's all about African storytelling, and you know just how it moves. It's um, dynamic, and mm. and how the stories are so often about people who are super intelligent and really brave. So um, so it's a feel good. So that's one to watch. Then one that I know you're not in love with, but the Real Housewives, um, Fundy Vane. Fundy Vane Lander. 
Vainlander. Uh, thank you. Um, that that is featuring. I don't know if you remember Amy Kleinhaus. Yeah, I remember her very well. So, so she, she was the one that um, was picked up at Santon City because she popped her a lipstick into her bag. Yes, so she talks about it in this. Oh, week's does she? Oh, thing. Okay. Yes, she talks about going. Um, being jailed for it. Yeah. She and was absolutely divine though. She's such a She was Miss South lady. Africa. Yeah, Miss yeah. South Africa. What year was that? 1991. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely adored her. She was great. So maybe you should just watch that because I think yeah, just watch that episode. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and uh. and and then something I'm super excited about mm-hmm. is you know the new Barbie movie is coming out also around the 21st of July or something. And, um, and so in, in preparation for it, Showmax has actually got all the animated Barbie movies available on Showmax My right now. Children will be absolutely thrilled. I, I have all of the Barbie movies on DVD, but there's one, you know, there's the 12 dancing princesses and there's Barbie yes. water. So we've got all of those, but we're missing one and I must find out which one it is. I've got to find and- it again. Yeah, it'll be on Showmax for you. They are all there. Oh, okay. So, I will alert the media yeah. <laughs> and the children anyway. Okay. <laughs> what can I say? All right. So we're getting to the end here. What What are we? Um, what What are we going to be seeing? Which is the big story that you're going to be writing about for next week or coming up shortly? The, the thing that we're really excited about is Tony Parks. I, I don't know if you remember the author Tony Parks. He's written a lot of books about South Africa. Um, some of them I've have been bestsellers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is he Australian? Um, or he lives in Australia now? Anyway, I'm not, I, I can't remember, but, but his books are, you know, many of them are bestsellers and they're always about conservation, about anti-poaching and, um, an organization in Germany has got together with him. They are translating them into German and the funds will be going to a South African conservation group. Hmm. Um, so, so it's going to be helping South Africa's conservation. I think we should speak to his publishers and say to them, right, give us some of his books and we can do a giveaway, a competition here on, yes. on sapeople.com. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll, we'll come I'll up with speak, a, to speak to them, see if they will, because I mean, I've got a few of the books and they're very, very well worth having. Okay. I, I know that I, I saw somebody somewhere is looking for like all the Wilbur Smith books in hardcover. And I'm trying to work out what happened to the ones that we had in our house because we had the entire ah. collection. My grandparents actually bought them for us in England every single year. They would send through the new one in hardcover. And they all just disappeared. <laughs> they got taken up. I don't know where. <laughs> anyway, that's for us. So we'll catch up with you again next week, Jen, of course, of uh, people. Just a reminder that you can send in your good news stories, anything, if you see somebody doing something fantastic. Um, preferably good news stories because I've got my, I'm on my high horse again about the blue light brigades mm. and the fact that they will probably end up, according to the Daily Maverick, maybe getting just a slap on the wrist as usual after they, I mean, they have people, been suspended. They, they, they have are, been but, suspended. But they're not going to have, there's not going to be that many in the, much in the way of ramifications for them. Let's put it that way, which I think is absolutely heinous, especially if you get caught. You're supposed to be the people who uphold the law. You're supposed to be the people that we can go to to actually get protection okay we're not supposed to be afraid of our police so guys just stop it it's unacceptable behavior just because you happen to have a b on your number plate does not make you better than anybody else 
You're supposed to be somebody that younger people can emulate. And kicking people while they're down on the ground, not a good idea. Anyway, that, that, they always got to have a high horse to jump off All right, Jen, we'll catch up with you next week. Take good care, hon. Enjoy the sunshine. Thanks, Mel. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast. Mm-hmm.